A group of whistleblowers at the services theater in the Department of Higher Education and Training have been through five years of help. Today we speak to one of them, Lasnoma Ramadu. Welcome, sir. Thank you so much for an opportunity to speak to you. What was your position at the time of you blowing the whistle? I was the senior manager chamber operations. Uh, I was responsible for uh, different industries at the services sector. Um, one manager was interacting with uh, almost all the stakeholders within the sector. What did you expose? Well, um, we've exposed a number of things. Um, uh, supply chain corruption. Uh, senior executives were appointed without uh, proper qualifications. Uh, the building of um, uh, skill centers that became white elephants. Uh, a number of uh, other things that includes just financial irregularities. What happened to you after you exposed these irregularities? Well, uh, at first, uh, five members of the board, uh, for some reason, in one meeting, uh, had complaints about me. Just in one meeting, they all had complaints about me. And in that meeting, uh, just to give you a briefing, it's a meeting where they shortlisted for the position of CEO. Uh, and and I, I must uh, uh, confess that I had applied for that position because I hold the Master's in Business Administration and Master's of Law. Uh, and, and the person that I knew they wanted to appoint did not have uh, the required qualification. And ultimately, that, that is the person who was appointed. So in that meeting, uh, five of them had complaints about me, and they called for my investigation. And uh, I was investigated, and safe to say that none of those allegations uh, survived to my last chat sheet. When I received the last chat sheet, uh, it was flimsy things like, I acted unprofessional in one of the meetings that happened about two years ago. One of my uh, staff members who was a manager reporting to me complained that I beat her. This was resolved. This was addressed sometimes in 2016. They brought it back. They brought, in fact, all historical issues that I had. They, they went and pulled everybody to come and testify against me. And then the charge sheet was then drafted. But you were not the only whistleblower. There was a whole group of you. Yeah, um, almost all of us were, were dismissed in that period of the, uh, when I was dismissed. Uh, one of the senior managers also who was very vocal, and and, and there's, there's a common thing amongst all of us. We, we are... A former trade unionist, uh, we, we were vocal about corruption. We we we, we could not be uh, uh, corrupted. Uh, several times they they've tried to 
persuade you to to sign uh, invoices from people who had not done anything, uh, were contracted. I mean, in my department, for instance, I had um, two projects. One of them was 150 million, and the other one was uh, 157 million. During those pro- uh, the implementation of those projects, they appointed several companies to do project management. On some of these things, uh, managers could do those things. They are just administrative issues, but they they, they had given those people uh, those contracts. And when I refused to sign some of these um, invoices, I was then called several times by the former chairperson, the, the former CEO, uh, to establish why I was, I was enthusiastic. But I then said, no, I'm not going to confirm things that I I don't have evidence on. I don't want to be implicated in these things. And and that I think that's when it started. And 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 but the most important thing is when when we started exposing these things. Now, what has happened to the CEO who signed your letter of dismissal? Well, uh, the CEO who signed uh, the letter of dismissal is the one that got appointed. Uh, uh, just a few uh, months after I was suspended and when I got dismissed she's the one who signed my dismissal letter. Uh, An interesting thing about uh, uh, my case uh, it was handled completely by outside people and and a law firm that, that briefed an advocate and this law firm uh, is the law firm that, when she could not succeed uh, in her position as a new, as, as the CEO after she served two years, she then resigned and joined that law firm that was used against me uh, as a director. And you, you should know, to become a name partner in any of the law firms, you must have contributed a significant amount of money. And that law firm was doing a lot of work at Services City. Uh, they, they, they received a lot of contracts. When she left the city, she went and became the director in that firm. And, and not, not only a director, the name partner. Now, you are still fighting legal battles. Yes. Uh, my case is still at, at Labor Court and for some reason, they have appointed a, an advocate who was linked uh, and had a relationship with my the former CEO and who was briefed by this law firm that she joined immediately after she left the center. And he he has made this thing his personal battle. Uh, when we went to court, he, he, he lied that the the. the the transcripts were not complete. I investigated the matter and I realized that transcripts were complete just to delay this. Now his last submission is that the post that I had occupied there is no longer existing. So there's there's no post for me anymore. So I can tell that they, they, they don't want me. But, uh, but, but the facts are there. Uh, my dismissal was unfair. Now, what has been happening there since you have left? Well, uh, one of the things that we, we need, I need to indicate is that 
since I left there, that CETA has got for five consecutive years a, a, a qualified audit. So they have never suffered, they, they've never healed from their past. Uh, since I left, they got a qualified audit, and for the, for five years, they, uh, they got qualified audits. And uh, the executives that we exposed were appointed without uh, qualifications are still there. Uh, and and, and the, the public protector was just misled because they just moved them in between posts, uh, but at the same level. And uh, one of those executives um, was recently appointed as acting CEO. And uh, I, I found that to just be a middle finger shown uh, to either the public protector or the portfolio committee on higher education. But I can I can simply say that CETA has never recovered uh, since we exposed this corruption. Um, uh, a, firm, uh, a law firm called Verksman uh, investigated some of these issues that we raised uh, we listened on. And they found that we were correct. Uh, and some of the the, the officials, the, including the CEO uh, the, the, and the CFO and the former chairperson were implicated in that report. Uh, and they were found to have done some financial irregularities and supply, supply chain corruption. And still now, we, we have not seen any action from the minister. I was going to ask you about the minister. Why do you believe there has not been action from the minister at this uh, services seat? I, I don't. I think there's a, there's a very questionable relationship that the minister has with that seat. But I, I simply want to say that the former chairperson of that CETA was appointed by the minister at a PCTA, a public service CETA, as the chairperson, or as the, sorry, as an administrator, then appointed at construction CETA as an administrator, appointed at services CETA uh, as the chairperson of the board by the same minister. And when the minister left the uh, department to go to the pub, uh, to the pub, uh, transport department for a short while, he appointed the same person as the chairperson of the board of Sandra. So that, that person has got a very questionable relationship with the minister. And I think that's the reason why uh, a minister has not acted on this person. But, but the minister also appointed the former CEO of services CETA as the CEO of um, NSFAS. And we, we know that recently that CEO has been dismissed uh, from NSFAS for corruption. Now, I spoke to one of your uh, fellow whistleblowers last night who is now in danger of losing her home. Do you feel that the enormous sacrifice all of you make have been in vain? that it's changed nothing, but that your lives and livelihoods have been impacted in the most tragic way. You know, I I honestly believe that uh, whistleblowing in South Africa is, is a useless exercise. Well, whistleblowers are not are not protected. When and and, and I will tell you why. Uh, I, this whole thing that everyone is equal before the law 
uh, that you find in the constitution does not work for whistleblowers. Because once once you are dismissed uh, for whistleblowing, you are going to spend your, your money, going to spend your pensions to fight these powerful people who are using state money against you. I mean, services has spent, I, I, I can safely say, more than 7 million rent on, on my case. Uh, and, and I've spent a lot of money on my case. And still now, there's nothing that has happened. I can tell you now, the people that we have exposed and, and a number of uh, institutions have proven us right. It is the, 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 the Portfolio Committee on Higher Education it is the National Skills Authority that advises the minister. It is the Office of the Public Protector and the South African Qualification Authority. They have confirmed that those people do not meet the requirements uh, of the positions that they, they applied for. Nothing has happened to those people. They are still there. Five years after they were found not to qualify for their positions, they are still there. Uh, uh, Werksmann have now exposed corruption at Services Center, implicating a number of uh, senior people. Uh, those people are still there. Nothing has happened. Uh, there's nothing that has been found. The minister has received all these complaints. We we have also written to the minister ourselves, uh, but no action has been taken uh, on these issues. So I don't think uh, anything has changed so far. But I can tell you, um, yeah, I, I can tell you, uh, the, the wheels are will turn very soon uh, uh, because uh, external media and people who who do, who hate corruption like all of us uh, are fighting, uh, and and I can tell you, uh, Alta is fighting left, right, and center, um, exposing these things. We we are not going to stop exposing these things ourselves because we I, I don't I don't believe that any evil can never can ever prevail over good. Your former uh, fellow whistleblower I spoke to last night was so deeply distressed because the bank is repossessing her home because she has not been able to keep up payments because of the loss of her job. Have you managed to hold on to your home? This thing will remain a financial burden for all of us. And I mean, I'm 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 over fifty years of, uh, of age, and um, I it's very difficult to find a job at this age, despite all the qualifications I have, and and the tech of dismissal. No employer wants to know how you were dismissed. What were you dismissed for, and so on? You can't give any employer your your court transcripts and everything. So once they think that you are dismissed, they will never employ you. So at this point in time, I'm still not working. Uh, I'm living out of my wife's support, and I've been having, unfortunately, very uh, supporting wife. Uh, and and yeah, it's I'm very lucky. Uh, for her not to, by this time, having got tired to say, I can't do this thing anymore. But yes, uh, there's a lot of struggle. I had to take uh, uh, part of uh, my pension to to uh, put it into the bond. So 
So that has affected my retirement. I mean, if if you take most of your pension and pay the bond just because you are not working, it has affected your, your financial plans for the future. After what you've been through, um, what would your advice be to whistleblowers, knowing what they are going to go through? You know, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say people must stop uh, exposing corruption. But my advice is that when you do that, you must be sure uh, and get ready for a long battle of powerful people that are using state money to fight with simple us. That you must be ready for. I cannot. I cannot lie to you and say that uh, it it will work for you. It, it might work for the bigger good, but you are going to start in a At least we still have got uh, 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 organizations that are supporting whistleblowers, uh, like whistleblowers uh, uh, association that came to our rescue, assisted us. Whistleblower yeah, whistleblower houses. Um, and and these are the people that uh, I I must say things to you know uh, because during those difficult times you, you could still know that there are people who are with you who who understands what you are going through but apart from that you you are made to be this bad person uh, who who does not uh, care about his staff and so on. And the shocking uh, thing is that all the people who are left there, who were believed to be better than some of us, are struggling. I mean, the, that city should have been saved if indeed uh, uh, some of us were, were proven to be what we were uh, exposed or what we, the, the allegation was saying we are. That sitter should have survived, but it has never survived since we left. In fact, it is in the worst state than it was before. Thank you. That was Sita whistleblower Roma Ramadu speaking to Biz News about the five years of hell he and fellow whistleblowers have endured. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much, ma'am.